It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's a 3-2 again, and a high drive hammered back into right center field. That ball's over his head, and one run is score, and two runs are going to score. And here comes a third runner to the plate, a three-run, two-out double by Joey Votto here in the ninth inning. And the Reds have jumped out in front by a score of 6-4. to four. Ground ball back to the box. Iglesias on to Votto, and this one belongs to the Reds. As improbable as it may seem, seven runs in the ninth inning to rally the Reds from a 4-0 deficit, and they have come back to knock off the Indians by a final score of 7-4. to four. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. That's how it sounded yesterday. And in fact, it's uh, it's like 1.58 p.m. Eastern time as I record this. And the funny part is Fox Sports Ohio right now just aired yesterday's 7-4 victory over the Cleveland Indians. That was Marty Brenneman, Reds Radio Network on the call. How about that? <clears throat> Excuse me. How about that? How about how that went yesterday? I was, uh, I'll be completely 100% honest with you. I was at volleyball. I'm in a Tuesday night volleyball league. I turned to my friend who happens to be from Cleveland, and I, for all, basically all night, I had been ribbing him and jarring him and, and mentioning LeBron James and how LeBron James was a Los Angeles Laker. And um, I turn to my phone, I look at the score. It's 4 nothing Cleveland. It is in the seventh inning. And he says, good. That's how it should be. I didn't think anything of it. I said, sure, not surprising. The Reds won the first game of the series. They'll probably drop this one. Got in my car, listened on the way home, and, well, what do you know? I got home just in time for the ninth inning and uh, just when when things were picking up. Just when it seemed like there might be a little hope for the Reds. And, boy, oh, boy, was there hope. That Joey Votto. <laughs> That Joey Votto. It's it's crazy to think of. And by the way, this is the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm James Erpine. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. We do it every single day. Get you your daily Reds fix. That is the signature win. That's what that is. When we look back, and hopefully we look back a year from now, and we're talking about a team that is in very much in the playoff race, very much a playoff contender. When we look back to the moment where people bought in, where people believe they were close, we're not going to remember a, a lot. You know, we're not going to remember the winning streak as much. We're not going to remember, oh, they've won 16 out of 20 or you know, whatever the numbers were. We're not going to remember that. We'll remember last night. We'll remember a team that was going up against, let's be honest, uh, the Cleveland Indians who are expected to make the playoffs in the American League, should and will make the playoffs in the American League. And being on the road and being down 4 nothing, and Sal Romano, who pitched relatively well yesterday, seven and a third innings, and then the Reds got to him. The Reds got to the Indians in the ninth. And it was 4-3. to three. Votto did it. You heard it there. And do you, did you not trust him there? I had a feeling that no matter what happened, he was either going to walk, get a hit. The idea of him getting out there Barring some crazy, awesome defensive play, didn't cross my mind. Because I didn't think it was going to happen. I trusted Vado in that moment. Vado 
talked with Fox Sports Ohio and Jeff Pecoro after the game. Here's Joey Votto and Jeff Pecoro. I think kind of the personality of this team. You know, we feel like we it, it didn't feel down in the dugout. It just felt like, okay, just let, let's string together a few hits, let's string together a few walks, get some guys on base, and let's see what happens. The three one pitch to you looked like a fastball, ninety miles there. Did he come back with the same pitch there on three two? Uh, the three one pitch, yeah, it was a middle pitch, and the following pitch, I it was probably a ball that I swung at, but I felt like it was close. And in that situation, you don't want to walk up, right. walk back to the dugout. Um, and I, I think I got a pretty good pitch to hit, and I, I put a good move on it. Like I said, you know, I, I'm glad I put a barrel on it and put it in the gap. You know, one guy that's not going to get a whole, a, whole, a whole lot of pats on the back for his performance, but I thought was was really came back. Sour Mono, the first couple innings, you know, he got torched. He gave it the two home runs, but he settled down, and he got all the way into the eighth inning and kept you guys in the game. Yeah, that's that's... You know, I, I think some of these guys really want the ball. They want the opportunity to make up uh, for what may not be a strong start. Uh, first few innings, maybe they're not at their very best, but they want to go into the 6th, 7th, and 8th inning to make up for it. And you see it all the time with them. Like, I want to pitch. Let me go back out there. And, and number one, I think that's a good sign because, the, because those guys uh, get a chance to get better. But also... It tells you that they want to compete and they want to win, and they expect to be a part of the future. That's Joey Votto, Fox Sports Ohio, after the game, and I love that. They expect to be part of the future, the future looking brighter than ever. Dan Horde, who does some work with Fox Sports Ohio, tweeted after the game that basically this team was a starter away, an ace of the staff away, which obviously they would probably try to trade for the off in the offseason, away from being a playoff contender next year. And I get it. I understand it. And I I think for the most part, I buy in. Here's what I would say, though. And by the way, I have some trade rumors to get into today that I will get into in just a few minutes here on the Locked On Reds podcast. The Reds looking to sweep the Indians on the road tonight, 7-10, Tyler Malley on the mound. We won't talk much about that game. But to me, what's interesting about that is how do they acquire a guy, a prospect that is close to being an ace or an ace or a guy who projects to be that way that has some major league experience, how do they acquire that? Well, they're going to have to give up a lot of valuable commodity, a valuable assets. Now, you might be saying, well, why not just sign one in free agency? Google the free agent pitchers that are going to be available, and this includes Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey might be the best one, and he's probably not the best one, but there's not many available. That that are like, oh, let's get him. And, and really none if you look at the list. So they'll probably have to trade for someone. And trading for someone is interesting because if I'm a team, would I be willing to give up an ace or a triple A prospect that is probably likely going to be a stud in the major leagues? Am I doing that for Scooter Jeanette? Am I doing that for Billy Hamilton? Am I doing that for Matt Harvey? Or Adam Duvall. And I know Scooter Jeanette has more value than any of those guys on the trade market. Totally get it. I'm not sure I buy into him netting back this team's future ace in return. And so it'll be interesting to see how the Reds handle this. Do they consider trading a Nick Senzel this offseason? Because that's what they could do. They could hold on to Scooter, trade Senzel, get the ace, or someone close to it. And it might be, it'd probably be a package. Very rarely is it a player for a player. And then what you do, it's quite simple. You extend Scooter Jeanette, and then you, you have your infield 
of the future, assuming they believe in Jose Peraza, which I think Peraza can be the shortstop on a playoff team. Uh, but but the only thing really that I think they would have to figure out is the outfield. I don't think Billy Hamilton's going to be here next year. I might be wrong, but he's, his salary is going to go up. And while he's playing better now, I think that just might it, – it's going to do one of two things. It's going to convince ownership that he's worth it or it's going to bolster his trade value enough to where the Reds are like, all right, let's get him out of here. And I almost hope it's the latter because I don't think this team, and I could be wrong about this, makes the playoffs with its outfielders the way they're currently constructed. Maybe I'm dead wrong, right? Maybe I'm so wrong on that and I'm insane. And you're saying, well, James, they have plenty of offense. And you're right. They do. And I might be insane there. Heck, they're playing really well offensively and Joey Votto isn't even a big part of it up until yesterday. Like he's not, he's their third best hitter and we know he's their best player. But he's been their third best hitter this year. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do between now and the deadline. It'll be interesting to see what they do this offseason. I'll get more into that next. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So I think that the Reds will look to move Hamilton. I do. Uh, based on what I've heard, I, that, that's something that I think it will certainly be considered. Not that they're not open to moving other players. I think Matt Harvey's the other guy. Adam Duvall's another. I think those are the three most likely candidates to get traded. Doesn't mean they will, but if I had to pick, I think Jeanette could get traded. They may consider it. It's going to be really hard to trade him if they continue to play this well. It, it it just is. And they're going to have to get a package that really knocks their socks off. That they really get behind and say, man, this is great. This is something that we can't turn down. And I hope it happens, honestly. I hope they get multiple packages like that where fans not necessarily get mad but get concerned. And they end up getting such good hauls in return that next season and the year after and the year after it just pays off tremendously. I, I also wonder this. Can Nick Senzel play in the outfield? Because if we're talking about a team that could put Senzel in the outfield, then then you're talking about a, a whole different bag of owns there. You, you have so many possibilities and so many things, so I think it'll be really interesting to see what they do. Here's what I will say, and then we'll get back to the good stuff and not talk about trades. This team is going to have to part with some stuff that a lot of people um, a lot of fans want to keep. That might be Billy Hamilton. That might be Scooter Jeanette. That might be Nick Senzel. That might be who knows. Who knows what it is. But that is going to happen. And so when it does, just brace yourself. It might not happen by the trade deadline. It might happen much far, you know, this offseason. But it's going to happen at some point. By the way, I thought this was interesting. Let's get back to last night for a few minutes. Reds are 41 and 51 now, 10 games from 500. They stormed back like they did, which was great yesterday. And this, according to ESPN's 
Stats and info. ESPN stats and info. Joey Votto has two career plate appearances with bases loaded, two outs, down one in the ninth inning or later in his career. It was yesterday against the Indians, and you already heard that call from Marty Brenneman, three-run double that gave the Reds the the lead and ultimately the win over the Indians. And the other one, it was a walk-off grand slam. Here's the 2-2 to Votto. Head deep center field. Hey, Keel going back at the warning track. That call courtesy of Fox Sports Ohio. And do you remember that? May 13th, 2012 versus the Nationals. Reds win 9-6. to Joey Votto goes yard. And uh, hopefully this is the start of something for Joey. Hopefully this is the start of a tear. I expect it to happen. He's only got nine home runs on the year so far. I expect him to hit 20-plus this year. We'll see if it happens. It's Reds. It's Indians. It's tonight. As the battle for the Ohio Cup continues. We'll be back at it tomorrow to recap all things Reds-Indians. The Reds off tomorrow. Tyler Malley on the mound tonight. Can he get it done? We will see. He's going up against a pretty good pitcher. Carlos Caraseco. 9-5 on the year. 4.28 earn run average. Has 103 strikeouts. They're just 22 walks. Can the Reds get it done? By the way, the team averages, this is crazy to me. Their batting average is higher than the Indians. The Indians have 26 more home runs, 13 more runs on the season, and uh, a 4.0 ERA as a team. We'll see how that goes. Tyler Malley comes in at 7-6, seven, seven and six, 3.66 ERA. They're going to need him to pitch well tonight if they're going to sweep the Cleveland Indians. I'm James Erpine. We're back at it tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.